You are listening to audio from the Decidedly Podcast. This episode is a highlight clip from this week's full episode. To listen in on the complete conversation, see the show notes for the link to the complete show. You can help us out by leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate every bit of your support. I'm Morgan McKittrick, your producer, and this is Decidedly. If somebody gives you, let's say, not so great feedback, how do you react to it? Well, so that's it. it, Like I what I was realizing when I was writing is that one of the reasons one might have a negative reaction to that is just because no matter how well intentioned, criticism can feel like you being told you're not good enough. You are a failure. You are bad. You know, and some people can just let it roll off their backs. And I congratulate those people. Um, it's no coincidence that I spent most of my career as an editor where it was my job to tell other people how to improve their work um, and then not get, you know, the feedback myself. And now that I'm a writer, I'm on the end of, of that, you know, that kind of construction, constructive criticism all the time. But I think that it's um, it, it's kind of a, a sliding scale, right? It starts with, OK, here's how you deal with constructive criticism and here's how you can not feel personally attacked by it. And you can kind of pause and take it in and remember that two things can be true at the same time. You know, you could have done a very good job on your first draft of something and there could still be room for improvement. And like understanding that to talk yourself down from that immediate reaction. Um, And then there's like, you know, when you've really messed up and like you are being confronted by somebody saying like, you did do a bad thing. You did disappoint me. You did fail at this. Mm. And having to separate the emotional reaction of that like shame or or sadness or um you know or fear in yourself with okay how am i gonna how am i gonna learn from this and how am i gonna repair it how am i gonna do better next time how am i gonna fix the mess i made um and so a lot of all in all of my books but particularly in grow the up i do combine that uh, the emotional reaction that self-awareness with then taking action to be responsible and to hold yourself accountable so it's kind of a a two-step process of like I, I think it's easier certainly if you've asked for it you know i i did some uh, some work the other day and, and had asked sanger for feedback on it and what i was what i was wanting was him to hand me the work back and go wow this is this is really good this is the best this is the best stuff i've ever seen and that's not what happened um but it was it was really good because I was like, well, I I asked for this, you know, this is mm-hmm. what I'm wanting. I'm wanting this feedback, and he was providing me some constructive criticism of how I could make it better, and it was it was really helpful. But I I think it's easy for us to get reactive when somebody's saying, hey, you know, what you did wasn't perfect, or here's another perspective, to to throw up a defensive wall. So that you don't have to get self-aware, you don't have to, you know, look inside and go, well, you know, maybe maybe there are some things I need to fix. It's easy to just discount that. I know yeah, people in my I mean, life who do that. That's like work, you know. That's emotional work that you have to do. And the difference there's there's kind of a um, an evolution in my book, but from actual baby, you know. An actual baby who has no life experience, no responsibilities, hasn't learned how to behave or misbehave yet. And then you've got big babies who are people like like us who've had all the time in the world to learn how to do things properly and to be better and just won't. 
just don't want to make the effort. And then you've got your theoretical grownups where we're like, we want it. We want to do well, but we just aren't you know, always that good at everything. And then the total grownups who are the kind who can take that criticism and say, I did ask for that. And and it doesn't make me feel bad. And I'm going to take those suggestions and I'm going to move on. Um, and, you know, for me, I think that it's, you know, in keeping with the theme of, of your podcast, it is about making the decision on the front end to say, I am going to walk into this and I am going to act like an adult and I am going to, I'm not going to throw a tantrum and I'm not going to say, you know, you're wrong and didn't just, you know, not take any of that advice and just stomp off and, and do it my way. You know, I'm going to decide to take it in, think about it, to not be ridiculously reactive and then move forward. Um, and a lot of the time, you know, when people are, and we've talked about this before, uh, you know, when when people do something kind of rash or uh, or they get themselves into a bad situation, it's because they didn't just take 30 seconds, two minutes, 10 minutes to pause and decide on a better path. You know, they just allowed themselves to be reactive and the decision making is is not reactive. It's proactive. And um, and so I think that, you know, everybody benefits from being able to just take a little bit of time, make better decisions, think about the outcomes, go for the best one. <laughs> and that's, uh, you know, I mean, that's just to me, it seems like common sense. But I think a lot of people just aren't doing it because they're not they're not thinking it through. Yeah, I, I think if you're not getting that feedback and it, it, not just getting it, but listening to it and internalizing it and becoming self-aware, your own decision making framework is cloudy. Your ability to make good decisions particularly if you're in a leadership position, if you can't lead yourself by taking feedback, evaluating that and saying, what can I learn from this? How can I make a decision to improve? Your ability to do that for others is is greatly diminished over if you're elevating that. making the great decision to listen into this week's episode highlight. If you want more of what you just heard, see the show notes for the full episode. As always, for the latest decision-making tips, find us on decidedlypodcast.com or on Instagram at decidedlypodcast. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter from the link in the show notes. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review as well. We read all of your comments, so if you learned some decision-making tips today, let us know. Until next time, this is Decidedly. Insights, advice, and comments provided by Sean Smith, Sanger Smith, and speakers identified as part of the Decidedly podcast should not be considered recommendations. Speakers not identified as members of Decidedly are expressing their opinion, and their statements should not be construed as reflecting the views of the Decidedly team. This podcast is produced solely for informational purposes, not personalized advice.